Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm talking about sexual energy and how it relates to your relationships in and out of the bedroom. Topics include, so everyone has a masculine and a feminine energy. What does that mean and how do you tap into both of them when you need to, like in the bedroom? Why having a balance of these energies is imperative to a better bedroom experience and how to know if your relationship has the masculine feminine polarity it needs. Now this goes for same-sex relationships, any types of relationships. In order to have that attraction, you need the masculine energy and the feminine energy and all the ways this relates to your attraction, your relationship and your sex life. All right, all this and more. Thanks for listening. Anyone in a relationship should communicate more, but one of the most important things you should absolutely be talking about is using more lube in the bedroom. That's why I want to tell you guys about Pure Lube, because it is seriously next level. I've been obsessed with this brand for years, and I'm a huge fan, which is why I'm so excited to be working with them. They have a ton of different formulas that are great for either exploring a new toy or making sure your time with your partner is that much more pleasurable. Pure's original formula lets you feel much more touch and sensation and even works great as a massage gel. Or check out their Aqua Water-Based Lube, which is super moisturizing and gets completely absorbed into your skin, leaving you feeling silky and smooth. The best part is that their products all use medical-grade ingredients and are completely hypoallergenic. So get that conversation started and bring Pure Lube into the bedroom. To try Pure for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com pure. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash P-J-U-R today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. You really should. We got years of great information on there and updating it every day with posts and things. Help you have better sex. You can also find me on SiriusXM Radio. Loving it on channel 109, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. And it's so fun. You guys can call in, you can listen, you can get a free trial at sexwithemily.com slash SXM. As always, follow us on all social media at Sex with Emily. We're going to be some, some more fun giveaways. And I just think we put up stuff there that's going to make you go, hmm, you're she's right. This is how I can have better sex tonight. Better relationship. All right, guys, enjoy the show. You know, I get I get something in my head and I'm just like, oh, God, I want to tell you guys every night I get excited. So I was out with a friend last night for dinner and we were talking about the importance of understanding the masculine and the feminine energy, energies in a relationship and how they work together. So like the, the sexual polarity in relationships. And what we were talking about is how typically in a relationship, there's a time maybe where one person's going to want to be with the other person mm-hmm. more than the other. Like there's going to be always be this flip, this polarity where maybe one's always feeling like they, someone's about to leave them mm-hmm. and one's feeling like they want their freedom. Yeah. And that's going to f- switch. And then to understand, and then I started thinking about it and that really goes back to this whole premise of masculine feminine energy. And I, th- I think this is a concept that's fairly familiar 
or maybe people sort of understand parts of it, not all of it. Or to some people, when you say energy, mm-hmm. like I feel your energy, or Matt, they're like, oh, that that's just like too woo woo, and I don't know. But it's really, it's really. Would you say those people are kind of closed off, though? A yes, bit? those people are closed off. I think they're closed off, but be- it's only because the only reason why we are ever closed off is because is we just don't have enough information. Mm-hmm. We're closed off because everyone around us was closed off whenever this came up. So we're, we think it's weird or whatever. So just know if you've been listening, trust me here. <laughs> the energy stuff is big and it's and it's something that I want to start to, which, you know, just talk about more on the show because I have a, a, an understanding about it and I... I um, think it would help you all in a way, just kind of like we were talking, like I talk about the love language, right? Like I think we're all trying to understand in a very base level, what is attraction? When we meet somebody new, it's chemistry, what is really chemistry? What turns us on? What makes us, how do we, how are we attracted to someone? What does it all mean? Yeah. Like it's so confusing. Like, do you know right away? Or those people that you automatically connect with across the room? Are those the ones that you run from? Like, there's that whole part of attraction. Mm-hmm. Then there's 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 sexual attraction in a long term relationship. Like, what is the secret sauce to keeping that hot? And you know, we offer things like I talk about the love languages, and there's mm-hmm. like there's 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 several different paths to travel to to get to understanding sexual attraction and how to keep sex hot and all those things. But when I when I talk about the masculine feminine energy, it's really interesting because that exists in every single first of all, it exists in all of us. We all have masculine mm-hmm. and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. We all do, men, women. And then we all bring that, you know, and we have it in different ways in our lives. Like, so I'm definitely, for example, I mean my masculine masculine lot, like I'm a businesswoman and I'm a business owner and I do things and I make deals and I'm like running my life and I'm a I'm a masculine. Like mm-hmm. I you know, I'm hailing the cab. I'm getting a deal. I'm, you know, I am a. I would actually love to see you. Like we we went we're in New York, but we never like hailed a cab or anything. I would <laughs> love. I feel like you would be because you're just like this small petite woman. But I feel like you would just hail like just be like taxi and like seven cabs would come. Right, up. exactly. No, I get it. I get the deal. And I get mm-hmm. them there, and I make shit happen. And I'm like, and it's also like creative and practical, and we're also like, you know, that's the visionary part. And then the feminine energy, which I think of this is why it's so interesting, is because a lot of us kind of struggle. A lot of women that we know, I know, mm-hmm. that are like go-getters. I mean, it's changed a lot. Because women, we realize that, you know, we've had to step into our masculine with feminism and all the things happening where we started getting jobs, going back to work, and we've been in our, you know, in our masculine. So the feminine sometimes, our natural state is can be more elusive. Mm-hmm. But the feminine is more of the intuition, the compassion, the emotion, like the empathy, the truth. Like when you're really in your feminine, you're really connected to your body. Mm, and you're okay. more connected to your intuition. So sometimes if we're like, too much so here's the flip side of it so in my life for or for me if I am too much in my masculine sometimes energy it could be like or or not just be any man when Mm -hmm. you're too masculine like there's a flip side of it the good side is that you're creative and you're practical you're visionary you're hardworking. but the flip could be like your ego or you get more angry you get more resentful and then for women we're like light with our heart and we are empathy and truth but if we're on the flip side of our feminine, we become more weak. We can seem more weak. Mm. We feel like we're losing power. So for example, for me, harder for me to be in my feminine sometimes because I don't want to seem weak and vulnerable. So what does it have to do with attraction is that typically, whether you're in a same-sex relationship, it doesn't matter if it's two men, two women, any gender together. There is always two. So you think about it. There has to always be at play 
to create sexual polarity, meaning mm-hmm. sexual attraction, there has to be somebody in their masculine and someone in their feminine. So Doesn't matter your gender. Yeah, so two women or two, two women, men. two men. Because if it's two, if it's a man and woman, and you're both really in your feminine all the time. You're waiting for the other person to make the move, and da, da, da. there's no attract. You need the the polarity of the two attractions yeah, like at a, any time. You gotta, or you could switch it. It switch. It could switch sexually, but typically, mm-hmm. we all have. We know what ours is. So we're usually we're usually dominant in either our masculine or feminine with a little bit of room yeah. to in the to, bedroom. In the bedroom. Sexually, yes. Sexually. Yes. Okay. And two typically we know where that goes and hopefully you know where that is with your partner. And so um it's about like finding the balance in your relationship. So sometimes relationships get filled with resentment, for example. Okay. And a typical women like if a woman feels like she wants to be able to be taken care of and be vulnerable with being her feminine, which is what would make her feel more connected to her body and make her desire sex more. What she would require from her male partner is to um, give her some support and some structure and some and some and some love and some support around the house, maybe. Mm-hmm. But when he when she starts to feel like, well, he never helps with the kids, or I have to be the breadwinner, or whatever the things we have in women, then they get it, then they start to resent and they they cover up we cover up our fem- feminine a lot because we don't want to be hurt. So that- our partners sometimes can kind of push us into our masculine or our feminine depending on the situation. Exactly. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Because we have to respond in either way. And because we have to choose a side usually in different mm-hmm. ways. So so but when when sexual attraction is truly based on this having this polarity present you you have to make sure that you know how to balance it in situations and to figure out like what what's going to find you attractive for your partner what's going to turn you on sexually and what's going to turn your partner on mm. so if i for example am not in my body as many like i can be a typical when i'm not in the mood i'm not turned on maybe i've just you know, I spent the whole day with the kids and then I came home and I was exhausted because I was cleaning and then my partner comes home wanting sex, right? And I'm like, I've been in, my my body is not connected to anything feminine. I haven't, you know, I haven't done things for self-care because being self-care, like, mm-hmm. like taking, you know, taking baths, dancing around the house, like releasing your body, doing yoga, um, moving your body, creating a sacred space, feeling your feelings and not having a wall up. That's how we feel more feminine and that is what the the men the masculine is attracted to the feminine energy we want to masculine energy mm-hmm. craves the vulnerability the expression the softness of the feminine like they and so it's a cycle does that make sense no that makes a lot of sense because okay so i'm i mean i'm i'm straight but i'm hetero flexible sure um and it's interesting because there are a couple of, I've had crushes on women before and I find that when it comes to men, because in my regular life, I, I would say I'm in my masculine a lot Yep. in my regular life. And when it comes to men, like a man that I find super attractive is one that dominates my masculine and pushes me into that more vulnerable feminine feeling. However, interesting flip side is that from the couple of crushes that I've on women that I've had, I have crushes on the very feminine women and I jump into my masculine interesting huh so maybe you well i 
maybe you are more masculine sexually. No, but it's just weird. With it's just a, as far with as a woman, it, you take that with role. a woman. I feel like I would step into the masculine, but with, but with a man, it, I want to. I want to step into the feminine, but I always default to masculine because I just that's what I know mostly. But like, right. I'm super turned on and attracted when a guy can when their masculinity can overpower mine. That's what because that's what we crave is exactly. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that even if your partner. So I was talking to my friend, and she said, you know, she her her ex from years ago. She said, you know, I. I loved him. He was great, but she was always in her masculine. She said, you know, one time I tried to like, you know, take us to like a, um, a like a, a sex class or something to figure some, to figure out how to dominate and do all that stuff. And she's like, and she was they were doing like a trust exercise and she had like rope. It was like a rope thing. Like she was getting blindfolded and tied up. It was like a one night thing. Yeah. And she said that he, it was a trust exercise where she fell back. There was like a dominator and she was like, oh, and he got scared to like, he like, he's like, he giggled and kind of dropped her or like kind of almost dropped her and she didn't feel safe. And he's the woman, the, the dominant was like, no, you have to like, she's like, no, like you have to be strong for the, in this moment yeah. you're taking that role. That's what women, you know, we, we crave that. So I think it's in these particular moments that you have to bring that, you know, sort of, and it seems like, in every other way, you don't have to be in your... You could be a very caring, loving, vulnerable man, which is what she loved about him. But what she didn't know how to articulate at the time and what a lot of us don't know how to articulate mm-hmm. is like, no, you can be all these things. Like, I want your empathy and your love and your support. But in the bedroom, I want you to dominate me and throw me against the wall. I want you to take charge and I want you to make the plan because mm-hmm. that is what fuels my passion. That is hot to me. Mm-hmm. When you have... Like when you're driving it and you're making, you're initiating the masculine yes. again, not men, it's masculine. And so figuring out whose role that is like, yeah, James, if you start dating women, you'll know that maybe that's your role with women. But I don't think we often even understand this polarity and how to cultivate it in a masculine feminine relationship and like how to understand that when it diminishes, that's why you're having a problem with you know, attraction in your relationship to just keep it interesting. You got to figure out how to keep it going. Okay. Okay. So I have, um, I have a friend Mm -hmm. who she just ended a relationship, but this actually makes so much more sense now to me, like, like listening. Cause she was like talking to me and I'm like, I get that, but now I really get it. So she was like, they both lost their jobs because they worked at the same place but she stepped up and she went and she went on interviews and sent on her resume did all these things so she stepped into her masculine there and then her partner though her boyfriend was not doing those things right and was kind of just more like oh i like not even asking for help but just like not being in his masculine yeah. and so she was like i am not attracted exactly so their like sex life was like kind of diminishing because of that that's exactly it and that's why and jamie exactly that's exactly and that's why men have to understand oh she only wants me for my money she's looking why does she care no it's about your drive Mm -hmm. it's about your compassion and it's about your commitment to something it's about like having a passion in life to your vision like men are the masculine energy has a very strong vision and a passion and like women find that energy attractive or massive feminine finds it attractive so exactly James he's not looking for work he's sitting around he's not doing anything and she's driving it's like and then he wants to have sex she's literally it's biological wherever she it's her feminine Mm -hmm. not attractive to it he's not giving her what she needs in the same way women sometimes if they're too much in their masculine and not giving it that that's going to be hard for the men you know another Mm -hmm. idea would be another great example it's like let's say because I was thinking about the calls last night Mm-hmm. we had a woman who called in and she said you know he doesn't have a job he's lying on the couch and I wish that he would make up you know that 
and I don't want you know she's probably nagging him he wasn't doing something yeah. and, and I said the way to handle this and that's I get it that's already when it's been a problem for a while mm-hmm. but let's say the flip side you really want your partner to you're in the mat you're the feminine energy and you really want your partner to like make a plan and to take you out and to make you feel really in your feminine because your feminine loves being taken care of having the plans made feeling sexy so instead of saying you never make plans. You never plan anything special for us saying, I feel, I, I'm so excited for you to plan Saturday night to take me somewhere that I haven't been before, like to a fun restaurant or a meal. Like I love when you take care of all those plans. It's really hot. Hmm. Instead of saying, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? But when we fall into that role hmm. of our feminine, it can kind of, it might not feel natural, but that's really what we're saying. We're nagging because we're not getting a need met. So it's kind that of like a trust fall with yourself. Yes. Cause you yeah, because you let it's, yourself fall into your masculine or your feminine. And it's scary. The reason why it's mm-hmm. so hard for us, it's really hard to be vulnerable. It's hard for women to open their hearts and to be vulnerable. It's hard for men to, you know, only like to get out of their masculine and into their hearts. So we're all trying to do the separate journey because we want that for men too. Because we want them mm-hmm. in the bedroom. We want them to be all the things that are masculine dominating but in real life we also want them to be empathic and loving and so when men are in their masculine you know it's it's a whole dynamic that we're trying to figure out and we have to balance in our day-to-day life everywhere so even if this is the other thing even if you're single let's say you're single i hate the word single i hate so many words but you know why how about you're just like it just sounds like you're single i understand that's just a number but then you're waiting to be a double or i'm dating yeah you're, like you're imperfect. You're by yourself. You're by yourself. Or maybe you're looking for love. How are you carrying yourself when you're out in public? Like I've noticed some friends who we're not, and I guess I'm talking from a women thing too, but like they're not, they're more on their masculine. They're running around, they're doing meetings. Mm-hmm. They're they're not moving in their body. They're not connected. They haven't exercised in a while or breathed deeply. So they're not, they're leading in their masculine and they're not like. Do you think that that's why a couple times when I go out because I feel like I try to put out my feminine when I'm out but maybe I'm just not actually tapping into it I think and that's why I'm not much. getting approached yep because you know how because talk- you don't like you've been a tomboy it's gonna less be a lesson for you but if yeah. you want a man to dominate you have to sink more into your feminine absolutely oh, James so foreign to yeah me. I know I know ah. but we could practice okay because there is it, it. it is in you yeah and I mean I like to be you of know course. I mean, it's interesting, too, because I was trying to think about this because like we've talked before about how I like to uh, how like I not like to, but I have I'll ask a guy out. I don't mind. But then when that happens, I end up being that dominant person in, in that right. situation and doesn't work out. So. But- how do, so how do I like do I, I but what I can't always just wait for someone to ask me out no but I think you can make your interest known and okay. you could say I really enjoyed talking to you this is fun we could do it again like here's my number mm-hmm. and give them the option rather than maybe just doing the asking and so that's sort of a medium place or just let it be known maybe you have to put yourself out there let them let your interest be known so we should do this again. We should, you know. So kind of like, kind of like, make the first move, but like half the move, and then like kind of give it to them, like it was their idea. Yeah, may, perhaps make it their idea. Yeah, exactly. Like if here's that, my just number. Test it. 
Jamie's going yeah. all the dating apps and she's going to be testing all these theories because we get into, I think, we've talked about this and I can't decide. I'm telling you. or I, I, Well, the truth is there's no rules to any of this. We all get to decide. I don't believe in rules around anything, around dating and all those things. I think we get to decide. Something has worked out for everybody. There's every scenario where a woman asking a man out, they fall in love and they've been together for 30 years. There's been times where that doesn't work. But I think when we say that like it's a talking to people in their 20s now 30s or probably more your generation Jane when they're like oh no it's equal women you know so many men are like I'm so relieved when uh, a woman asks me out like I'm so relieved when and again we're talking masculine and feminine so mm-hmm. who's ever I'm so relieved when that happens because I, I actually would like that to happen and it, it, it's so much pressure now with me too and da, da. and I think okay well maybe there has been a change and a shift that, that we all appreciate knowing that phew we can avoid rejection here because we know this person likes us and it's great if you let it know that's one thing but the other side of that is are you setting a relationship on that track by you doing the initial asking and being in the masculine are you leading where you took like that experience was never he wasn't allowed to show up in his masculine so therefore you're always going to see him in his feminine he's going to be in his feminine or is it really just doesn't matter because it's the initial time and then that's you just ask someone out Mm -hmm. and then you let them take the ball from there so it's interesting to see what is goes now because 20 years ago, like it wasn't half. People were not, women not as much rest people now. Now we're hearing they are. So yeah. it's just, it's an interesting time to be yeah. alive. And I think this is good too for for women who who do like to be, who actually like to be in their masculine, like in the bedroom or sexually. That's like, do you make the move. You ask the person out because then you'll probably attract that feminine Right. Energy that you want back. Right. Exactly. Because it's okay to be switched. Exactly. Or to flip it up. Exactly. Figure out what you, and mostly figure out what turns you on. Like, what is the energy that you crave when you think about sex? Like, what is that energy? And then you provide the flip energy to it the uh, yin to the yang, the masculine. I can't wait to put this to the test. I love it too. I can't wait for you to do that. You're going to be doing it now. And again, we embody both of them. Men and women have both those energies, you know? Um, do you think there's like a way because I don't even know I, I am barely starting to be conscious of my masculine and feminine energy is it like really just about like how do you figure out what you're in or like how do you visualize like what energy you're in oh I think it's really about for the feminine I think that you are really in your body meaning you are you're not just moving with your head, you're moving with your body. Like you have breathed, you spent time connecting, you are you are feeling yourself as you're walking into a room and you're fully in, in, embodied in your feminine, the way you're carrying yourself, the way you're moving. And like, it's like when you feel sexy or when you feel okay. desirable or when you feel mm-hmm. turned on, a more muted down version of that. That's kind of how you know. Mm-hmm. And also when you're like, Letting people do like you're let lead. You're not the one when you're out like grabbing open the door, grabbing the menu, like play, like park. You know the one who's paying the you know doing all the things to for to create to order it. and structure. Okay, you're kind of you're kind of uh, leaning back and letting someone else lead. Mm. You're letting the masculine lead. So if you are taking charge, you are more in your feminine masculine. Okay, so then what if though I'm just like just because I just I just tell someone I'm like hey. I like even if it's like a first date kind of thing because I'm on like the apps now I'm just like hey I really would find it cool if you made the plan yeah I think it's really yeah like can I just be for because is that yeah you could say 
or I think um, it's- I love when you plan. I love it when you plan. I would say that. I'd be like, God, I love it when you plan. I'm not a planner, but this is what I love. Like, I, I don't know. And that's true for me. I don't, I, that was a problem. I've had problems in relationships. We both were not planners. That wasn't good. That was kind of a battle there. Like, it's not that I won't do anything, but I'm not going to make the details and the call and the think ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not my brain. So anyway, that's, yeah. So to let him know, like, I'm open, but you make the plan. I love it when you lead. Even if you just met them. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with more. So let me tell you about my first time buying a sex toy. I was 22 years old living in San Francisco and I walked into a local shop called Good Vibrations. It really blew my mind. I mean, I pictured sex toy stores to be these dark, dingy places, but it was so open and well lit. It was like an Apple store for vibrators. So I walk in and one of the workers approached me and she immediately put me at ease. She was like, hi, so let's talk about your orgasms. You would think a stranger asking that would make you nervous, but she immediately made me feel so comfortable and helped me figure out what would be best for me. Thank you, Pocket Rocket. At the time, I wasn't even aware that my life would also become devoted to helping people with orgasms and sex or that I'd be fortunate enough to work with Good Vibrations later down the line. This is why I am so excited to have you guys get to know them as well, if you don't already. I mean, they do run some of the best and most respected adult boutiques in the country. And now with their online store, you get to have that same shopping experience and expertise without ever leaving your house. Seriously, guys, they just know quality. I mean, if they have it in their store, I trust it. And if they don't, I have to question it a bit more. It's not just me that feels this way. I can't stress enough the standard they set in the industry. And I'm even more excited because now Good Vibrations runs the Shop with Emily page on my website. So be on the lookout for some great sex toys and sexy announcements. To see everything Good Vibrations has to offer, just go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibrations. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash G-O-O-D-V-I-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S. I know how difficult erectile dysfunction can be on relationships. The topic alone can feel incredibly stressful and confusing for both partners. But I'm here to let you know, no need to be ashamed, especially because erectile dysfunction is the most common sex problem and affects as many as 30 million men. If you're looking for a solution that does more than just temporarily treat symptoms, now there's Gaines Wave, a breakthrough shockwave-based therapy. This treatment is different because it uses sound wave to address the root cause of ED, removing microplaque that builds up within the penis, increasing blood flow, and stimulating new blood vessels. Not only does Gaines Wave's premium brand of shockwave therapy optimize erections, it's also a safe, non-invasive, and drug-free treatment to heighten sexual performance by enhancing blood flow. The best part is Gaines Wave has a 75% success rate and can also improve pay disease. The procedure takes just 20 minutes and most men can enjoy benefits the very same day. If you think you or your partner could benefit from this treatment, check it out and tell us how it goes. There are over 300 Gainsway providers across the nation. So to learn more, go to sexwithemily.com wave. That's sexwithemily.com W-A-V-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me on Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. 
That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. All right, let's talk to Teddy, 52, in California, because she wants to comment on the masculine and feminine energy. Oh, cool. Hey, Teddy. Thanks for calling. Hi. Hi. Great. I'm super excited to be talking with you guys. I listen to you every night on the way home. Oh, And good. Uh, I just... I, I wanted to comment just because I'm a lesbian. Okay. And I have been in relationships where I am definitely more of the masculine energy. And I have been, like Jamie was saying, ultra, I'm, I'm attracted to ultra femmes. Mm-hmm. Like the more feminine, the better. Mm-hmm. It's the most feminine things about women that I love. Right. And yet the, the real femmes that I have been attached to have a very masculine energy. Oh, it's really interesting to me uh, because I I just listening to you guys, I recognize so many things that all of a sudden make sense to me. And I was with somebody who was feminine and now I recognize the relationship didn't work because her energy was more masculine and I was used to being in that role. Exactly. I think we just didn't know how to how to work that out. Right. Right. Exactly. That's so interesting. I didn't know what that was. Right. Exactly. I was, t- I was saying, I was explaining this to my, my friend the other day. He's gay. Same thing. He was talking about the guy he was dating and we were talking about it. Same. Right. That sometimes he has to be in the feminine and, and he wasn't getting enough of it. The masculine, it works in every situation, but it's hard. It might be more, it's probably more challenging. I would think maybe in your like, kind of, in your situation, maybe, or maybe you can seek it out now. Would you understand with, do you think this helps you in going forward or like, are you in a relationship now? Well, I'm in a relationship now, and again, she's much more feminine in appearance. Okay. I get mistaken for a guy all the time. Okay. I even get hit on by gay men. And, okay. Um, <laughs> right. So I, I just, I have that appearance, but once people get to know me, they're like, wow, you're, you're so different. Like, you're so feminine. You have, I have a very soft energy. Oh. But I still have that appearance. And so I'm used to taking on that more masculine role in a relationship, but I recognize now that I need both. Right. I need to to have that feminine side fed too. Right. And it took me a long time to be able to figure that out and admit it to myself and be okay yeah. with it. Yeah. Well we all need it. That's why we all have we all have to nurture our masculine and feminine to be to be good partners. Cause like as a woman, like I still want my male partners to be have their feminine tune so they can be there for me empathically and they could be there for me supportive. Like, you know, I need we we all need it, you know, in different ways. But then in the bedroom, so were you finding with these women that you were with that were femme but more were they more mass like in the bedroom how do you present are you, are you more dominant in the bedroom as well or is that where you want to be more in your feminine no i i really can trade off yeah i really can because i'm i'm so used to taking the masculine role but now i recognize yeah. after being with a couple of women that were so feminine yet had that masculine energy i i want that now i really I crave it. You want what you it, it crave the feminine? Me the... That I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Right? Good. So <laughs> yeah, I've learned a lot just in the conversation that you guys have been going back and forth. I've learned a lot about myself just in the past oh, few minutes. Oh, I my really God. No, Teddy, I'm so glad. Well, we're going to keep going with it. And call us back if you want to, you know, continue the conversation. It is interesting. Thank you, Teddy, for calling. I appreciate that love when it resonates you guys because you know I'm just trying to you know there's so many different ways to think about 
attraction and sexual chemistry. And I think we're all so confused about it when we're single and we're dating and trying to find our partners. And there's some hacks. There's actually some hacks that save us time. Like Teddy just said, light bulb moment. Oh, I crave both masculine and feminine. It's okay not to have to do it all. And Mm -hmm. we see this in a lot of all kinds of relationships where we there's not a healthy balance of everyone doing their part in their masculine and their feminine so some women maybe they're only in their feminine and maybe their masculine partners like i need you sometimes to step up and like take charge of the family you know it just works in different ways and that you know no, it is because it's like once you start hearing all of this and then you start thinking back on your past relationships yes. and then you also start thinking back upon like the relationships around you too to see like oh like that never worked or like and then now you can kind of tell like my best friend Anthony he's gay and like his last relationship he was in because he's more he's more in his feminine so he needs someone more in his masculine but that person was not was not in their masculine so he was just like I don't know why it's not working right but now it's like if I too bad I didn't know this then exactly see <laughs> now we know every day because too feminine you might think you like someone but if you're both in your feminine no one's gonna make a move sexually no one's gonna yeah. make a move to make the plans or be the visionary you know not that you if that especially sexually so like you gotta choose what are you into and sometimes you just either you figure it out but if you know that you are feminine dominant in the bedroom like it just might not work for you with someone who can't step up and bring the masculine and that's okay mm-hmm. God it'll save us a lot of time. I'm just trying to like give you some sex hack, chemistry hack, dating hack so you can actually save time and just have mm-hmm. much better sex all the time. It's just efficiency. Efficiency. All right. So Maria, 56 in Canada, would like to add to this conversation. Awesome. Hey, Maria. Thanks for calling. Hi, Emily. Thanks hey. for taking my call. Of course. I love your show. I've been listening since you started on uh, Sirius. I want to give you my insight and what's happened in my life with the masculine feminine Great. Yes. energy. Please. My first marriage, I was very naive and very young when I got married and married 17 years and found out my husband was gay. Mm. And in that marriage, I, I was the one that made all the decisions. And by, before I found out that he was gay, we were kind of like a, you know, a brother, sister with two children, parents. So I felt at the end there was no sexual anything. Mm, right. So now my second my second relationship I've been with uh, him for about fifteen years. Oh, okay. And Great. he was very masculine. Everything about him attracted me to him. That the sexual energy was so extreme and everything. It was great. Right. It was everything opposite of my ex husband. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then he lost his job, or actually, he, he did something to lose his job. So oh, he was at okay. home, mm-hmm. at, and this happened about 2012, so it's been a few years. Okay. And as I'm listening to your show today, I realized that went, since about 2012, and also my menopause kicking in, mm-hmm. our sex life has slowly diminished, and it's mostly me. And when you were talking about the masculine feminine energy in 2012 when he lost his job everything was on me once again right and i just i i just felt and we had this huge argument it was about a year later and i actually said the line to him my life hasn't changed at all from my first marriage and that to him that's so insulting right but you were right back where you were with your ex because he wasn't bringing them right right 
So how is it now? And I, when I'm listening, yeah. yeah, when I'm listening to you, I actually realize that might be it. Yeah, I think that's that absolutely. I, yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. go, 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 go. Yeah, tell me. No, I was, I was just feeling like I, I'm, I wanted to be dominated in the bedroom. That's what it's all about for me. But uh, I also want somebody to take charge of things, make decisions. Yes. Not all on me. Of course not. And it was once again all on me, and it's kind of stayed that way. Oh. I've tried to bring it back, but it's still there, and. Wow. And I think it's me. But it's not. It's both yeah. of you. Let's just remember there's two people in every relationship. But it's just you and him not knowing how to talk about this. But now you get it. So he's yeah. still on the couch. He doesn't have a job. He's still at home now. So all the things that you were attracted to, his leadership, his vision at the beginning, has just been gone. And he's at home not contributing. Yeah. And you've had to step up because you have to take the mask. You have to be analytical. Use your, you know, use your left brain more. Yeah. Be the visionary. Be practical. Like, you know, right? And then, but the flip side of the mask, Masculine energy, like the dark side of it, is, is the resentment, and it's a conflict. So it's like yeah. you're in it, but then now you're also so masculine that you resent the feminine when you're not getting that energy from anyway. It's a whole thing, but this might be it. And so it's more yeah. about a way, like you're you, of course, because the sex is important. You still want to have that. Pol- we have to create this polarity. And so, how do you yeah. get him? You still want to stay with him. How do you get yeah. him? Because he wants it too. He wants to be a man for you. You know, that's why I always say that. Yeah. Why well, I always ask people when they say, My husband's sex drive, it's gone, or my partner no longer wants sex. I always say, Is he stressed about money right now? Is there something going on with his job? Because when men, that's a very masculine thing to be the caretaker, to have a role, to feel of your purpose and your vision. Well, when you don't have that, it's really hard for men to feel sexually attractive, you know, to feel desire and for women to be attracted to them. So it becomes a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this sounds like you got to have, this sounds like a new re- way to um, reframe the conversation you've been having with your husband. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Good. I, so I just, glad. I just really heard what was happening in my life and what you were saying about the the switch of masculine and feminine. I I just found it really interesting and compelled to phone. Good. I'm so glad. This is what we want. We want everyone to... I love when you're compelled to phone. They haven't phoned before. Thank you for sharing that. No, I'm into it too. I'm glad I brought that. I was just feeling it when I walked in. I'm like, I gotta get this out. Thanks for calling, Maria. And I'm so glad this could be enlightening to you and this can kind of be inspirational to you as you're moving down the path of life. I just love that people are making realizations all over the place. I know. Place. I was like, whoa, breakthrough. You had one. I literally did. I'm just like, oh my God, because now I get it. I mean, it's even it's, even being like here, like with you throughout this stuff, there's just so much more that that like we haven't even tapped into. Oh my God. That I haven't tapped into. No, we are on a journey always. People used to say to me when I started the show 14 years ago, with sex, okay, I get it, but aren't you ever going to run out of things to talk about? Aren't you ever going to... Get bored? Nope. Never once has happened. So what I want to say, there's one thing, more thing I want to do. We have more people calling in about this because I want to say Go one more it. thing is mm-hmm. that like we all struggle with getting into our masculine more or feminine or we have maybe. Or let's say you're hearing this and you're going, oh my God, I got to step it up in my masculine. Some some ways you can do that, like, like some ways that you could kind of awaken your masculine energy in order to polarize the feminine So evolutionary studies do show that men really open up and reveal their true colors, their vulnerability when they are with other men. So having man time to express things to one another that only men will understand, not your 
partner, not the feminine partner. And that helps them engage activities they're passionate about. So spend your man time. It's important. You need that. Another way is to to do sports, like engage in sports, play sports. It allows you to practice aggression in a healthy way and raise your masculine. And also like lifting weights. Like these have been studies Mm. that show that men who lift weights, that you're challenging your body. It also helps mental strength. It boosts testosterone. And some studies show that men who, uh, I think it was, they lifted weights for like four weeks and there was a 40 percent increase in their resting testosterone so these are just things if you need to like get back into your masculine oh, for women yeah cool like just so you're like oh you have you been feeling for feminine so the feminine's about your like this innate desire and drive towards like compassion and connection and caring which is like when you're the fucking masculine all day it's hard so move your body i'm telling you this has been the stuff that i have known and that i feel and I absolutely know at the end of the day, we've got to move our bodies as women because the energy, the feminine energy mm-hmm. is trapped in our bodies. And if we are not flowing, moving, being physical, surrendering to movement, dancing, you know, our emotions get stuck. We get stuck and we don't move them. So like if it's walking, stretching, yoga, that is important for your sexuality. It just is. So if you need another reason to exercise, it's for that. And then like, and for me, like it, this is important. Create a sacred, a sacred space. It could be a ritual. This is where like, it could be your daily masturbation routine, journaling, um, making self-care prior, taking that bath every night. It's not just because you're tired and you deserve, it's like you need it to replenish. And the other thing is feeling your feelings. Hmm. So many of us who are living our masculine, myself included, we block Same. our goddamn feelings. Same. So when you learn to feel your feelings, which can be a journey, let the walls down, that allows you to be more in your feminine. All righty. We have Karen, 58, in California, who wants to discuss masculine energy relating to her husband. All right. Hey, Karen. Hello. Hi. 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 I wanted to I I enjoy your show so much. Thank I, you. I'm a, I haven't been listening to it very long, but, but I have a long ride now. So <laughs> Perfect. Um, but I, I've learned a lot um, listening to your show, but... You know, you guys touched on something about masculinity for my husband. He's disabled now, and um, he's he's not he feels he's really depressed, and he feels like a half of a man. So yeah. I was wondering how I can make him, because I really don't care if he's disabled or not. This is my second marriage, and I love him to death, but I also want to be more intimate with him. But he he just feels so not worthy, if if that's the right thing to say, yeah. but. He feels not worthy. And I worthy. don't know how to get him to, yeah. yeah, I don't know how to get him to, to, to feel that it's okay with me that I'm working and that he's staying home because he's disabled. And I just right. want him to feel better about himself. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, we know, like, self-confidence mostly is an inside job that he's going to have to do that work. So, you know, um, yeah. that's part of it. But also, like, like, what are some things, like, if he, it's more about you bringing, like not convincing him with words, but showing him your attraction to him and how you were turned on by him and how he used to, you find him sexy and bringing your feminine energy on strong with him so he can still rot, you step into his masculine. So. I've tried a lot, tried a lot of that, but it's more of a, and then it gets to the point where he's afraid he can't perform. Because he's on a lot of medication as right. well, so he was just recently I, disabled. Don't care about it. Recently disabled. It's 
Yeah, about a year now. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty recent. It's pretty recent. Okay. And how was it before he was disabled? How was your sexual chemistry and sex life and attraction? Really good. It was very nice. And, and um, I mean, it's my second marriage, and I feel like I, this is the first time I've been in love. So, mm. um, okay. And I, I believe he feels the same way, too, but he just doesn't know how to, like, get over his, uh, that he can't do the things that he used to do. Right. And he feels, he, he basically told me he feels like a bitch at home. Yeah. Because he can't do the things he used to do. He needs but community. It's, it's, he needs community or therapy or some other men in the same situation. He needs man time. He needs to, he needs to do things that make him feel like himself again. Even though there's limitations, yeah. there's always ways to, to adapt, to find new ways for him to get that same feeling. So, you know, I'm sure there's still ways that he could work out and he can move in certain ways. Um, there's ways yeah. he can hang out with his friends or there's support groups that he can hang out with other men. Like there's, you can't be the one who is continuing to push him and to, you know, be his cheerleader every day. You can't be the only one. So there's sort of like right. a, a multifaceted approach here, you know. So, yeah, you know. Well, I, on a good note. No, he just did. He just asked me. He wanted to go to therapy. Oh, good. So that's a good start. Oh, I love that. I was gonna say because you know he's just adapting his whole life. He's been one way, and now what? He's your age in his late fifties, and all of a sudden, you know that's a that is a therapy. That is a time for therapy. You don't know how to be in this new body of yours, and so he's got to go easy on himself. It's so easy for us to just beat right. ourselves up, but you know he has to. He can go now. I love. He said this. Get into therapy and learn new tools for accepting and living in his new place that he's at, the new reality. And we're always changing in life. You know, he just got to get some tools for it. So, thanks for the call, Karen. Um, let me know Thank how it goes. It sounds like you guys are working through it in a healthy way, which I love. I love healthy. Okay, so we have Vicky, who's forty in California, who says that she's an alpha who wants to attract an alpha. Ooh, okay, Vicky, tell me more. How are you guys? So good. Good. So I'm full-time single mother, and I'm like full-time single. So dual, I am the mother, father, you know, husband. I'm all of it. And I work full-time, and I crave an alpha who's more alpha than me. Right. Because I I I want to be be the girl. Um, But I was surprised to hear you say that men, like, crave, a girly woman and I I'm very independent because I have to be okay. but I want to be attractive so I'm trying to find the fine line it's where... not girly it's just your energy it's you being in okay. your feminine it's not girly because I'm the same I'm a fucking go-getter masculine got my business got my work right. that I pay for everything <laughs> it's my job I've had a job since I was 12 I don't need a man like that but what I'm talking about is in your sexual, but you are attracted to to men and then being like, let's say in the bedroom, right? Like dominant, you very, want them to be more dominant. So much. that means that when you're in the presence of someone you're attracted, letting down your guard, because then that moment you don't have to be like, you know, bringing home the bacon and paying the bills and you're not in the boardroom. You have to learn to, it's a lesson. You sound like what Jamie was saying, and it's a practice for me too. How do I release and feel comfortable just being into my feminine when I'm sitting there with a man? And that could just be me breathing into my, I mean, I know this sounds silly, but it totally like has worked for me because I'm tense. I'm, I'm like, I breathe into my pelvic floor. Like I'm sitting in the room and I'm like, even before I go out, I do some exercises of just like connection. So I'm like, breathe into my cuddle. I move, I dance. I like think, and it's like presenting that part of yourself that 
wants to be girly and taken care of, who is she in you? How does your body, it's body stuff. Like it's your body okay. language. It's sitting back, being more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Like more okay. moving yeah. through life in that way. You could still be strong. Someone came up behind you, you could kick their ass, they want to steal your purse, but you could still be the vulnerable, um, you know, creative, uh, what's the other energy? You know, yeah, just feminine. Uh, of of because it's about the the energy that we're like yeah the um the uh what was I gonna say the um the lightness it's more of a lightness and it's like it sounds so whatever but like you know it's like cheerful it's happy it's in your body but then the other side of feminine also important is like wild and naughty and sensual but it's all like sexual energy it's kind of like about unblocking your emotions too and that's why it's so important for women to move their bodies because the more we get in touch with it we realize that like because when I used to hear vulnerability I'm like no way I'm not gonna be vulnerable with a guy but then I realized like they create like you know, I was like, oh, I don't need them to take care of me. But still, when you are when you learn to let down your walls that make it so masculine because you got to be a single mom, Vicky, and you've got to take care of shit, the process right. of learning to get take down your walls and be vulnerable is a journey, and that will help you attract that fem- masculine energy you need. I'm on that journey, okay. too. All right. Thanks, Vicky. Uh, Thank you for calling. Yeah, you guys, we're all in this together. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I want to tell you about one of the oldest and most trusting relationships in my life. It's probably the only one that's like never really let me down. I'm talking, of course, about the magic wand. I mean, the magic wand was a big part of my life, even before I started the show. And it's not going anywhere in my life or anyone else's. I mean, you want to know why? The magic wand has been delivering pleasure for 50 years. That's a long time. And it's still the best-selling massage wand in the world. I think it has something to do with all that power. I mean, they don't call it the Cadillac vibrators for nothing. Whoa, it's a good one. And even though it's not easy to improve on something so timeless, They did it again with the latest version called the Magic Wand Plus, and it is awesome. So like the original, the Magic Wand Plus is a full-size plug-in massage wand. It features a soft silicone head, easy-to-use controls, and variable speed that lets you go from a low rumble to OMG with the push of a button. And if you don't have a Magic Wand in your life, trust me, you should. There are now three models to choose from, original, rechargeable, and the all-new Plus. You can see them all and get one for yourself at sexwithemily.com slash magic wand. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash magic wand.